Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, and this is the end of the second week of Advent. This week we've been reading and meditating on the Bible readings that have been assigned for the coming weekend. Today we will read the second part of our Gospel. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, our ancestors... God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading this morning from Matthew chapter 11, beginning at verse 7. As John's disciples went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet. Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet, this is the one about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I tell you, those born of women No one has risen greater than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. For the days of John the Baptist, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and violent people take it by force. For all the prophets in the law prophesied until John came, and if you are willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who is to come. Let anyone with ears listen. I cannot think of a better symbol for a politician than the one that Jesus gives us here, a reed shaking in the wind. It is the art of politics to bend to the prevailing breezes, moving first this way and then back that way in a graceful and masterful dance, like a bunch of reeds on the bank of the river. Historians have noticed that early in the first century, Herod, 
that very same Herod that throws John the Baptist into prison and then later has John executed so that he can save face at a dinner party, this same Herod used a reed as a symbol of his reign and inscribed it on the coins of his realm. There may be more. There may not be a more fitting image than the royal Herod's, than that of a reed shaking in the wind. How else do you remain in power from generation to generation? How else do you enjoy the luxury of soft robes and royal palaces as part of the Roman Empire, other than by being a shrewd, ruthless, flexible politician? Jesus asked the crowds what they went out to see when they went out to see John the Baptist. They weren't going out to hear God's word, repent, and 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 be baptized because this was some kind of new politician who had arisen on the scene. John wasn't another politician moving gracefully with the breezes and calculating the art of the possible, courting favor with one and playing someone against another. No, John was a prophet filled with the Holy Spirit from the way before the time he was born. And he looked like everybody thought a prophet should look like. And he talked the way a prophet would talk. And he acted like a prophet, and he suffered the same fate of the prophets. Everybody knew it. Everybody confessed that John was a prophet. That's why they went out to see him. And through him, God was preparing the hearts of the people to receive the Messiah. And since that was the case, why would this crowd think that the Messiah would somehow take on the trappings of power and politics? That this Messiah, related to this prophet who had prepared his way, would somehow come riding across the Jordan on a white horse with a flaming sword. Especially when that Messiah was the one that John himself pointed to. Jesus of Nazareth, the one on whom the Holy Spirit rested when he emerged from the waters of his baptism. In this set of verses, Jesus is sharp and, and to the point. John is the prophet who prepares the way. Jesus is the Messiah who follows. If you have ears to hear and to trust what's going on, you are on the right track. Those other players that are out there, their reeds shaking in the wind, self-indulgent luxury lovers, violent men out to take the kingdom by violence. But Jesus, on the other hand, is where God has entered this world to establish God's kingdom. And it is, as everyone is bearing witness to, the transformative power of Jesus' ministry, his teaching, his miracles, his love, his sacrifice, his faithfulness to the Heavenly Father, his adherence to the leading of the Spirit and the letter of the law, to be in a ministry according to the Holy Scriptures, <coughs> ministry that changes and saves people's lives, that, that changes them from the inside out. That is the coming of God's kingdom among us. Our salvation does not come from people issuing edicts from luxurious palaces, nor does it come to us as the gift of violent men. Salvation comes to us through the death and resurrection of the Christ. And it comes to us on the good news of the kingdom by which the Holy Spirit sets us free by forgiving us of our sins, changing our hearts and minds, giving us a faith that establishes a new way of relating to God, to each other, and to the world. 
the end of the day, Jesus tells us John the Baptist was right. Jesus is the Messiah. That Messiah is the Lamb of God who has come to take away the sin of the world. He was the one who was promised to come. He was the one who has come. There is no need to look for another, but to await for his coming again. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation. For the new creation in Christ in all gifts of healing and forgiveness. For the communion of faith in your church. For the gift of relationships with others. For who else, for what else are we thankful for today? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children. And bring about your peace for all through Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially this morning, we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church as they gather to worship this weekend, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, and for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak. Help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.